Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. This week on The Pinball Show, it's all about Bond. James Bond. You knew I was going to do it as well as what we know, what we think we know, and what we don't know about the upcoming Stern game. We talk about significant changes to Stern's production schedule. Spooky Pinball's new TNA. We chat some GTF, the late queen, bad impersonations. <laughs> Damn, that, that late queen joke was way, way too clever. And of course, pinball market trends. This one becomes a mess quickly toward the end, but we are still proud to call it episode 112. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Gold finger. Hey, what's going on, everybody? A couple golden pussies here with Dennis Creasel and Zach Many of the Pinball Show, episode 112. Isn't that what the, the Bond reference, golden put is that? No? Wow, that's dated. I'm, you know, I'm kind of Gold. feeling a little bit like alphanumeric displays. I'm just feeling a little old today. Feeling a little, feel a little old and gassed out, huh? A little outdated. <laughs> it, what's the Bond thing? Am I on it close? I'm not a Bond aficionado. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I think you were pretty good. Pretty close. Yeah, golden. Very Goldfinger reference but given all the rumors that have been swirling, not a bad one to <sighs> yeah. pick. Was there gold? It was gold finger not a gold member i keep thinking of the austin Powers. yes you're thinking you're thinking the third austin powers movie not the uh as it happens third james bond movie oh Hence and, the extra yeah. relevant mike myers knew what he was pulling from and then golden eye there was also golden eye but between those was the man with the golden gun oh all this gold i love gold i'm waiting for the next bond movie to be golden thighs you get it gold finger i do I thought. How's it going, Dennis? How about I give you a golden sigh? <sighs> I'm good. I'm doing fine. Uh, we got a whole lot of not quite news. Oh, but, so but, close. But almost. Oh, if only we delayed recording. But you know me. I, I do like know schedule. you. I wasn't even going to ask. Don't ask. Wasn't even going to ask. We're going to give these people as much as we can regarding Stern Pinball's upcoming release of James Bond 007. You know what, Zach? Before we g- kick it over to Craig Bobby, the oh, yeah. the uh, pinball show's news correspondent, something that I like to do on Eclectic Gamers podcast is kind of you know get an update about what's going on in your life wow. with the hobby. Like what with Tony, I'll be like, what video games are you playing? What pinball games? How far are you, you walking? Playing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we don't need to go into the off-topic stuff <laughs> in, in this show because we know the listeners are very very particular. They are, they but, are prickly with that. Yeah. So, you know, have, what's been going on, Zach? I haven't heard about oh, you and your games in forever. Okay, well, I'll update you uh, my life. Do you have quickly. updates? Yep, yeah, still looking for a new back. Got to work on that. I've got uh, mm. uh, the pool is gone, as you know. Pretty soon, yeah. hopefully, the, the house will be gone. Our house goes uh, up for sale today. Uh, Fresh a- new pin barn just built. Uh, brilliant, brilliant yeah. strategy. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Oh. 
what a long story that would be one day. And uh, one day. So oh, we're, we're, it's interesting. But I'm under an NDA. I cannot discuss right. that right now. So we are breaking ground, hopefully, on a new facility, a new home here very soon. Uh, so I'm clearing out some space, Dennis. I have, a, I have a hard time because my wife, my wonderful wife, Nicole, is like, hey, look, um, we've got a lot of expenses coming in and out. Is there any way you can sell one of your fucking 30 pinball machines or maybe five or 10 to help uh, fund some of this stuff? Like, it's, it's money's not growing out of our ass. So I looked at my 30 games, and I don't know what to get rid of. And I did sell two this last week. So you knew what to get. Well, I guess you, you I, knew <sighs> You knew, but now you don't know. I don't like you I knew at first, but once you're it. just down, once you're down to thirty, you know the choices just get so hard. Honestly, I'm <laughs> such a privileged bitch. It is <laughs> just like it is. Holy very crap! Hard. What a tough world you're in. I know, and I I'm down to, to thirty, it. and I just can't make choices. I couldn't make a choice. So, uh, pending sale right now is the Big Lebowski. <sighs> I hear that. You know, I still have never played it. I hear it's a really good player. It's eh. so why? Oh, well, so you disagree or you you've grown weary of it. It is after a, owning it, it is for a so long. solid shooter, but it's nothing that grabs you, you know, layout wise. Okay. That makes sense. It's the max. It's the story. That's what you're buying there. The code's not all that deep. I don't know. I just liked it because it had the original frame movie poster came with it and the piss stained rug. I just you liked it because I of the immersion. Yeah, the immersion. But okay, well now it's gone the way of the White Russian. It's into leaving. the tummy and out. Another one was a, the a theme that I just I'm in love with, but there are rumors in the future that we may see this title from uh, remade by another company. So <gasps> I'm getting corner. rid of impending sale. Is my Ellie version of Avatar? Man, I never heard a rumor about Avatar. I need these things for Rumor Corner. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's been speak with the no, James I Cameron follow-up. Films I guess it makes sense because they're finally coming out with the second movie. Mm-hmm. Man. Hmm. So, but, na- but Navi Multiball. Oh, the white ball. Yep, got rid of it. So it's uh, it's leaving Oof. as well. And I'd like wow. to clear out some more space. And I tell yeah. you what, I've had Deadpool for sale. The Ellie. I don't know if I can sell it. All right, so how many are you trying to sell? Is it just one more or I what? I would like to sell about three more if I could okay. because I've got another new game coming in. Damn it. Okay. Two I was going to ask you, in. I mean, now normally like if this was Tony or if he were asking me, would, I would quickly th- run through all the games I have because I don't have 30. Yeah, so it wouldn't, ta- it wouldn't ruin the whole show. Basically, all- basically, here it is. I've got 10 Stearns. I've got 10 Bally Williams. I have three... Uh, DMD Sterns, two now that Avatar's gone. I've got a couple JJPs, a couple CGCs, and a couple Spookies. That's what I got. Okay. I see what you're saying. All right. So, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, based off of the numbers, it would make the most sense to f- sell more out of your Stern and mm. Valley Williams lineups because of the because of 10s a lot. But they look so good lined up. Yeah, yeah, but they'll still look good when there's like nine of each. I think I am going to... List for sale, my museum quality roadshow. That's that hurts oh, because okay, I would definitely sell roadshow because well, it's not fun. But it oh now okay, so that one all right. So the we got previous roadshow. owner of that game is on the apron. It's the management, uh, the Carter, Bill Carter or something. He was the original owner. And is he like the son of the here. former president? I think Jimmy. He's, uh, no. I was going to try son? a Jimmy Carter impersonation, but I'm <laughs> you don't know what he sounds like because he's before your exactly. time. 
I was thinking, Jimmy, start. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, so Rocho might be leaving as well as, oh, fuck. Maybe Corvette. Oh. Corvette. It took me but, but four Gomez. years to find a museum quality yes, Corvette. You, you've spoken so oh. lovingly of it. All right. What are the what are the ten? I'm gonna, I'll just ask this part because the last one needs to be a stern. I'm sorry, you're getting oh. rid of two of your ballets. So, what are the ten LCD sterns you have? Very quickly, I got the the L14. That's Godzilla, okay. Avengers, okay. Iron Maiden, Jurassic Park. I also have Stranger Things LE. I have uh, Mandalorian, Star Wars Comic Premium, Guardians of the Galaxy, Deadpool, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So that's hard because I love all of those. No, you don't. I do. No, I thought maybe you were an Elwin. Sell, sell Iron yeah. Man. You're, yeah. You've never been a big Elwin fan. You don't like to admit it because you know games. your customers are. But go ahead and sell Iron Maiden. You've had it. The, <sighs> you've had it forever. It's the oldest one. <laughs> you wanted it to be Archer anyway. So you know how just, sad it is for me to have to do because this truly hurts me. I'm talking a lot. Come it on, fucking hurts, man. Yeah. Do you get rid of Avengers or Iron Maiden? I think Iron Maiden. I think so, but. Because I'm also assuming you've owned it longer, so yeah, so let it go. I mean, you've had a long, longer time with it. Uh, personally, I think of it, I mean, I feel like I understand Iron Maiden more, but that's part of the reason why. I, if I had your lineup, I would want to keep Avengers, is I mm-hmm. just think there'd be more for me to learn. With and I it. haven't beat it yet. I haven't even got close to really digging in that game. I mean, uh, other options would be. You know, I, I hate to ruin your your Star Wars Don't lineup, you but you it. but you could get rid of Middalorian. Oh, you know what? Here recently, I thought about if push came to shove, I'd probably get rid of Mandalorian before Deadpool. Hmm? But the topper, I'm could, waiting for the, the topper. topper. I know you've been waiting for the topper, but you're you're tired of shooting the middle of the game, so just there are three sterns I would never get rid of. Period. Dot. Can you guess those three? I would guess that they are the Walking Dead. Not uh, LCDs because, yeah, Walking Dead and Ghostbusters, I'm not getting rid of either. Okay. All right. I would guess you are not going to get rid of uh, Star Wars comic. Not part of my three, but I'd have a hard time getting rid of that. Uh, Godzilla. Correct. Never. Okay. You know, I'm I'm really not sure. I was I'm inclined to say Guardians, but no, I could get rid of Guardians. Mm -hmm. Maybe I would get rid of Guardians. Emails, network at gmail.com. Should I get rid of Guardians or Iron Maiden or Mandalorian? No, the three. So stern, what are the other two? Three stern LCD screens that I will never sell. Godzilla LE, Jurassic Park Premium, Stranger Things LE. Oh, I forgot about that. You know, name Stranger Things. Yeah, I wasn't going to ever suggest you get rid of Stranger Things because yeah. I know you love it. Yeah, the, the Star Wars Premium comic, uh, Turtles LE, are on the second tier level. Mm-hmm. Turtles is a, it's, it's a toughie. That's a mean old bitch. But but it's good it. to have a few of those in the lineup too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So sorry, sorry for ranting so long, but I do have, no, one. I think, uh, I think the listeners appreciated the, the introduction and understanding of your, of your collection. Whereas I'm trying to decide, cause I have eight games currently. Yeah. We have talked about what's leaving yours. Yeah. I haven't decided yet. So my, my main room where I have, I have room for seven games uh, you know, I could, I can't fit any more in without all of a sudden blocking the ability to pull the glass out. Sure, of them. Yeah. So I have Buck Rogers, Total Nuclear Annihilation, Firepower. You're getting rid of Hoops. Firepower. 
Um, I that's the one I've been leaning towards. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Pro, Walking Dead Pro, and Godzilla Premium. And then in the garage, I have Sinbad Solid State. And so you want to pull that in? I do. And so I've been playing it in the garage. But so the ones I've been thinking about, as you noted, Firepower has been the one I've been leaning towards because it's sort of the same era. You know, mm-hmm. it's only a couple of years newer. Um, but I've also been thinking uh, that I could probably sell Total Nuclear Annihilation. Spooky's decided Ooh. it's nine thousand dollars now, so I could sell mine under that because it doesn't have every single mod. We'll be talking and it's about used. that later, yeah. And obviously, I'd be able to get quite a bit more than when I bought it back. I bought mine in twenty nineteen, but they were still going for six back then. So. This is true, yeah. So I've been thinking about that, uh, but then maybe I should wait. I almost feel like Firepower leaves for Sinbad because that kind of makes sense era wise. And then TNA also leaves in the change of events here. Uh, whenever one of the next newer games comes out that you're very, very interested in after playing on location several hundred times. And that's that's kind of been where I've been leaning. Yeah, I can see that. Wow, I got, I got a new game coming in. And here's, What's the new game? You did mention that. Yeah, here's the hint. Well, I do have a Stargazer coming in uh, built uh, from the ground up, but that's another story. The one that I have had ordered for a while... And it's actually, I think it just got off the plane. That is a. Oh, I do know what hint. this is. Yeah, what's coming to me is, ha- no, not alien. <laughs> a, I'm sorry. A, I, I lose track of all these super slow manufacturers finally getting stuff. That that's a mermaid. That's a one mean ass mermaid. That's my mermaid is. The they, siren. They all sound the same. The fucking siren. <laughs> that's what they say under the water. They're not sirens. Sirens crash you upon the rocks, not drag you <laughs> under the water. Uh, Fathom revisited. Yes, Mermaid Edition. Merman. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? The, do you think Haggis will 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 uh, put out a James Bond inspired uh, alternate art package <laughs> for Fathom called "Live and Let Dive"? Shaken, not stirred. Shaken, shaken. Oh, that's horrible. Do, do you expect me to talk? No, Mister Vaughn. We expect you to. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, not, not a bad couple jokes there. People. God, this episode sucks already. It does. Let's go to Craig Bobby. <laughs> And welcome to Top Stories on the Pinball Show. I'm Craig Bobby. Sexier than a Dennis Creasel, Keith Elwin, Fish Paper, Godzilla, Subway, Vuckfix, we have news from Stern Pinball that they will reveal and sell their next cornerstone title on Tuesday this week, September the 13th, in the theme of the world's most famous secret agent, James Bond. This confirms that the rumors going back a couple of years were in fact true that a James Bond machine was in the works at Stern Pinball. Our ongoing thanks going to Nap Arcade and our secret UK correspondent 
responded Neil McRae yet again for confirming this rumor correctly several months ago. Now there are tons of rumors still swirling out on the interwebs about this next release including which James Bond Stern will be licensing. The consensus at this point is that it's definitely based on the Sean Connery Bond era, however the question remains whether this is based on several Connery Bond films or just one, with top guesses going to a Connery film mashup covering several of his films most likely including Goldfinger and Thunderball. And of course, who may be designing this next Stern cornerstone, you say? Well, Stern's not-so-secret designer and chief creative officer George Gomez and most likely his usual A-team crew, a la Deadpool, have taken over from whatever flaming wreck Steve Ritchie left behind when he abandoned ship for greener pastures over at Jersey Jack Pinball last year. No news on the coder or artist for this theme, although it has been confirmed by Christopher Franchi that despite patching up previous rifts between himself and Stern Pinball, Christopher Franchi will not be involved in any of the artwork for this James Bond title. And though there have been rumors of a super limited edition machine with this release, my source isn't so sure. I'm hearing now that Stern may be putting a premium on all the LEs below the number 10, with the seventh one obviously being a highly sought after unit number. My guess is that Stern is keeping that one for something big, but they haven't given any indicators on anything beyond the normal Pro Premium LE tier model to date. And it looks like in keeping with a growing industry by direct trend, Stern will also be offering up a small number of LEs for sale on their own SternPinball.com website on September the 13th at 10am central for those that aren't already on a distributor list for one of those highly coveted LE models. Keep in mind that this direct sale is available only for those Stern All Access Club members, which comes with a $40 a year subscription price tag. So make sure you're signed up for that ahead of time as those units will most certainly sell out within 007 minutes of becoming available. And speaking of paying, one of the more unfortunate sign of the time rumors that are also swirling around with the latest Stern release is that Stern will in fact announce another round of price increases, potentially making this Bond release one of the most expensive Stern cornerstones to date. Say what? And although we have no word on how much that price increase might be or on what other titles it might affect, I suspect Stern will once again retro actively implement this increase across all their previously released titles, meaning that that Godzilla premium that you've all been waiting for probably, although not confirmed, but probably will be going up again in price. Say what? Now want to play a James Bond before you pay? Well get ready as we now have also learned again from Neil McRae and Nap Arcade that James Bond will make its first public appearance at the IAPA aka the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions European Trade Show in London from September the 12th to the 15th. And if you can't get a last minute ticket to that show, have no fear, as Stern will almost certainly have many units of the James Bond game available to play stateside at the always popular Chicago Pinball Expo from October the 20th to the 23rd. Meanwhile, in other industry news, we have Dave Fix, a five-year-plus veteran of the pinball hobby, one of the organizers of the Chicago Pinball Expo, and executive vice president of American Pinball, teeing up some more head-scratching moves lately. Yes, aside from lunchboxes and action figures ideas, this time with American Pinball's recent sponsoring of a one-off reincarnation of the long-defunct Magic Girl game. Earth to David Fix. Come in, David Fix. I... 
I know I haven't been active in the hobby for five years, but I do know me some good business, so why is this company seemingly more concerned in trying to associate themselves with a failed game and designer from five years ago versus the future of American Pinball and their next title release? And let's face it, as their competitors in Stern Pinball and JJP continue to release compelling, popular license-themed titles of their own that are mostly, Godzilla aside, available to own right now. Now speaking of American Pinball in the future, courtesy of the Super Awesome Pinball Show podcast who made an announcement that attendees at the Super Awesome Tailgate Party on September the 24th this month will get a sneak peek at American Pinball's next game, rumored to be a non-licensed original theme called, wait for it, Galactic Tank Force. Specifically, the preview will give attendees a preview of the game's artwork, the theme, and the logo for the theme. They are not, however, going to show the full game or the back glass, as the full game will probably not be ready to go on sale for several months. Will Galactic Tank Force be an out-of-this-world failure? We shall have to wait and see. And if you are planning on attending the Super Awesome Tailgate Party this year in the hopes of getting a first play look at the Pinball Brothers new Queen music pin, take note, it seems that the Pinball Brothers have sent their regrets to say they will not be bringing the Queen machine to the show, citing various supply chain and production delays with that title. <laughs> So just a jam-packed and exciting week over at the Top Stories news desk this week, Zach and Dennis. Always a lot to talk about and be excited for whenever Stern announces a new release. For the Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Maybe Craig saved the day there. Maybe. I hope so. Thank you, Craig. That was quite... He's found out a lot. He found out more than, you know, now he that he's did. expanded beyond Stern, he's been bringing in the, uh-huh. all sorts of information. I'm still thinking of shaking, shaking Sh- Th- this last week. <laughs> shaking soon. What? what Zach, Hold up. I, I do I have issue with do that. It, but why are they calling it shaking soon? It's weird. Let's, let's jump into this. This last week, Stern Pinball released a teaser for their new Cornerstone game release, James Bond or 007. We know that the, this year marks the 60th anniversary for this franchise. So it makes sense that they're doing that, uh, and we'll talk more about that. But they released this teaser trailer. Not going to show you anything video-wise. It just gives you the title. But it says "Shaking Soon," and I thought, why? Maybe this is picking nits here, Dennis. But shouldn't it have said "Shaken Soon"? I would agree. Here okay, is what I think. Good. Here's what I think happened. Shaking. I think because "shaken" makes it sound all right. So. Like shaking you say it, shaking soon, it. it sounds like past tense sure. and then f- the future. And so I feel like someone kind of like school, school teachered it up and was like, well, no, we have to say shaking soon mm. and then people will get it. But it sounds weird because they never like say shaking in James Bond. No. Um, now, the thing I've been going with just telling people, because I just think it sounds like it makes a lot more sense. And I'm sure Stern greatly appreciates this, <laughs> is that they're clearly indicating that all of these games are coming with shaker motors by oh, default. Oh, that's your big thing. Yeah. Shaking soon. Because how else oh. it's going to be coming and how would it shake without a shaker motor? Free shaker motors for everyone. No, no. God. <laughs> well, they've announced a new price increase. So the shakers are coming. <laughs> The shakers are coming. The shakers are... Uh, Stern Pinball will not be releasing shaker motors for all of the models, except probably the LA. Have they confirmed that with you? They have not confirmed or denied that. Someone's putting carts in front of horses who has no place in doing that. Well, I'm just trying to look out. You know, I have spies all over the... I have many informants. I have more than Craig Bobby 
disguised as mahogany furniture may know the truth. What we do know about this game is going to be a release date of 9-13-2022, which is, if you're listening on Monday, is tomorrow. Game designer, Gomez. George Gomez. You used to like him, and then you start talking about selling his Corvette. So. But I've been loving his Deadpool. So Gomez did confirm that it is him on this next cornerstone. It is a cornerstone release, typically a pro mm. premium LA model. Uh, he said that on the Marco specialty stream where he guest starred on there to talk about insider connected. He had a lot of things he was, he was discussing regarding this upcoming release from Stern pinball. He said, Steve Ritchie was working on the game prior to leaving for Jersey Jack pinball, but uh, the white wood was not near complete. So he started over, started fresh on a brand new design. So we're not going to see anything from that, uh, that Steve Ritchie, James Bond. He also said, quote, there's another surprise related to James Bond, end quote, went on to say, quote, I did the cornerstones and then stay tuned. Big surprise. Said it about four or five times during that stream. Wow. You know, shaker motors are kind of big. Well, depends on what kind of shake you want because Dennis got that red trimmer. Red trimmer. Man, (laughs) shake your node boards broken there. Uh, George also in this interview, he had all kinds of stuff. He is giddy. He's ready to go. He did say he's anxious, nervous. Anytime a new release comes out, especially his own, he gets anxious and nervous. Um, he, he's very, uh, insecure at times with his designs, even though he's a genius in design saying, I never feel like they're good enough or just, I don't know what to do, but, uh, he held up what looked like, I thought it was like a mech of the game and people were reporting Mm on, Hey, held up a part of the game and showed us and then and took it down really quick and his webcam was kind of jackety because of the skype trying to do the background thing but to me it looked like like a ninja action figure with swords uh, like yes, a, I, I saw the yeah. screen grab of it on nap arcade too. right it looked like a right. figurine yeah i could see i could see where people would think it was a mech at first because of the stuff pointing up and mm-hmm. then when you look at it more it's like okay no it does look sort of humanoid and we're seeing parts to mount it to yeah 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 I can't say that I, I came up with this. There was actually a, a commenter on Nap Arcade's uh, blog page that said the figure is an action figure of a scuba diver. Uh, which, a scuba and diver. When I look at it and they're, they're like all in black and it's like, yeah, okay, I could see that because in Thunderball, Sean Connery, James Bond movie, there were uh, underwater fight scenes with all sorts of scuba divers. Oh. So that would, and then maybe that, that thing in his hand is like a knife. Yeah, or what's the uh, what's the knife on the end of the gun things? Yeah, like a uh, like a uh, spear gun. Yeah, so it could be that. Hmm. You think it takes place underwater? This game? Uh, well, I mean, that would really mess with the physics of the ball. Yeah. If the, we were to. Oh, not. Fuck. I don't know really why we would submerge our pinball I'm underwater world underwater. The theme. <laughs> The theme. Uh, there's probably some LCD elements where you do some modes that are underwater or something. But he went on to say, "quote Once you see all of the surprises, all of your favorite villains will be there, but you're going to have to wait to see the surprises." I put a little Craig Bobby spin on the on the pacing mm. there, but surprises, surprises. You're going to have to wait to see the surprises. Once you see all of the surprises all of your favorite villains will be there. So is this just semantics here? Or are we not going to see all of the villains prior to all of the surprises, which would be the Cornerstone Pro Premium Alley? Basically, do we have something else coming out? I don't know what's going on. Do we have another I, trim level? 
Is there a Super LE about to come out? You know, I've been seeing a lot of speculation, a lot of talk about the Super LE, but if they're doing that, it's going to be revealed with all the other stuff, right? I would think so. It has to be. Otherwise, you're going to have LE potential LE buyers who are going to get super pissed. And spe- uh, speaking of the sea, you're going to have pissed off whales. They're not going to buy two games. It's going to be a mess if you don't reveal them all together. That's what... (laughs) Gomi's not my homie. Yeah, don't piss off the whales. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm not saying... Also, they've never done a Super L... I mean, granted, I guess that would be a surprise. They've never done a Super LE on a Cornerstone. No. Cornerstones are Cornerstones. Pro, premium, LE. If you do a studio run, that's where you get your no pro, but you get a premium LE, Super LE, or Signature LE. Yeah, yeah. Never before have they done that. And where the hell's Joe Kamikow? Because with this rumor about a possible additional trim level celebrating 60 years of Bond, thus what people are saying, maybe 60 Super Signature LE units... How in the hell is Joe Kamikow, this is everything to him theme-wise, how is he not involved in this? See, I'm not I'm not as familiar with him and, and his relationship with the James Bond franchise versus oh my, things he like has Batman. The Aston Martin car. Like, he is well, uh, yeah, specifically but if they didn't, need, if they didn't need him to get the license, then they don't need him for this. <sighs> Just he knowing. Only, he has never, he is at least not in the modern era, to my knowledge, he has never been involved in a cornerstone. Sure. He does special runs, not plebe stuff. But just. Put yourself in his shoes. I can't. I don't. I'm too poor. If you have Scrooge McDuck bins of money and you have the capabilities and history of pinball manufacturing and design, and then you have one of your hallmark top three themes of all time, don't you think that somehow, somewhere, and you're, you're great friends with Gary Stern, like best friends, you're included somehow. That's like yeah, if Goonies he's gonna, got made he's and I was a billionaire. My he's gonna get the du- he's gonna get the 007 limited edition. That will be how he's involved. Mm. You know it be true. Mm, possibly. Search your feelings. Well, other things we do know is that George Gomez is he said this theme is very dear to him, very much like a Batman 66 was. Uh he said that his favorite bond is Sean Connery. And his favorite bond car, because George is a big car guy. You guys know that. Favorite car for Bond is the Aston Martin DB5. Going on to say, quote, no surprise, you're going to see it in the game. Complete with ejector seat. Well, that's neat. But I was thinking about it. I was like, well, wait a minute. He Maybe he's just referencing the DB5 as you're going to see that in the game. That could be a video thing, right? Complete yeah, with yeah, ejector possibly. seat. Like but, you're going to see clips of that. But it could also be like a. A plat. It could also be a flat plastic of the shape, and then a, saying, a yeah. fuck is the seat part, Might be like a ball lock, and then it just flips it up onto a wire form or something. Yeah, yeah, or or yeah, and it feeds up onto a wire form. Kinda That's like how the, I would um, imagine they'd do it. Is it the uh, Gollum shot on Lord of the Rings? Getting a little saucer there, and it boom, kicks it back up and onto the wire form. Okay, so yeah, maybe put like a car in front of a fuck like that or something, or a half car. Or something. I don't know. Hmm. I want it to just fly up and. Hit that glass. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. It seems like no one wants to let the ball smack the glass anymore. Almost like Goose. Oh, prematurely ejecting and hitting the... <laughs> Rest in peace, Goose. I don't think they'll do that. I don't know if we'll see that. But we do know George Gomez is a car guy. 
So I think you might see a physical Aston Martin DB5 in there. Or if they couldn't get the rights to it, a strangely redesigned Jeep DB5. <laughs> GB5. The GP5. <laughs> we redesigned it. Oh. <laughs> we got leftover Jurassic <laughs> Park sculpts. What can we do? Oh. <laughs> Just put the steering wheel on the other side and call it a day. <laughs> I'm sorry. They surely won't cheap out like that. Come on. I don't know what they're going to do with this game. He was discussing his, his anxiety and nervousness and insecurities on new releases. And he, he was talking about what I'm thinking is the code of this game because he said, quote, just shoveling stuff in every day, but it's just not going as fast as I'd like. Now, oh, maybe that's throw- a throwaway statement. Nobody's been talking about it, but when I heard that, I heard, okay, well, you know the release is coming Tuesday. Thus, we know the game is done physically, but what couldn't be getting done fast enough that you're still kind of bringing up? Maybe that's code. Mm, throw Maybe throwing shade at, at the rules people. I'm just thinking about his last two releases, whether it had anything to do with him or not. We know early Deadpool code and early Batman 66 code very much less than desired. Early Batman 66 code. Uh, stanky. I mean, I still remember. It was, that was rough. Shit was stanky. So was, was Deadpool rough. though. Remember both of those two games when they I came out, people were well like, eh, yeah. eh, soft, soft openers and hot finishers, hot closers. Speaking of, we know that Christopher Franchi did not do the artwork for 007. He said so in the most recent Super Awesome Pinball Show, Pinball Podcast. Then he was talking about burning bridges with Stern, that he didn't burn bridges. They all love him, but they're just waiting for a project that's right for him. <laughs> but then again, uh, they were talking about Joe Kamenkow. If he comes back to do something with Stern, he's kind of bundled in with Chris Franchi, which makes me think that there is no Kamenkow affiliation because he was like, yeah, you know, if Cam and Cow came in, I think I, I would be doing another Stern game because he prefers my art. We're good friends. And Chris Franchi can't play things off that well until, you know, I'm eating crow. But I don't know. I'm so confused with this. I'm not confused about the fact that there's going to be a price increase, Dennis, on James no! Bond. Yeah, a lot of people are thinking it's just for the LE, but uh, I don't know if I can confirm because I haven't into the seminar yet but word on the street is that there is a price increase for pro premium and le that's what my street words have been okay. telling me as well i don't know how much my little birds i don't know how much but i mean we got 11 one is msrp for an le wouldn't shock me if it's 11999 mm. but stern sometimes will go gradual I mean, historically, they did. And uh, granted, this last year, we did see like pros went up $900. But I do remember they argued like 400 of that was insider connected. Well, and prior to that. Inflation has been a lot worse this mm -hmm. year than it was last year. I can say as a dealer, prior to that, all of the increases were like 100 at a time. Like every year, you would get a 100 increase. And that was it for a couple of years. And then we got hit with that big one. But uh I don't know. I was kind of thinking maybe no price increase this next release, but you're seeing it. You're seeing it here. Let's blame Toy Story 4. The real question is whether or not that means that all Stern Pinball products will see the same increase, or will there be a gap in time like we did with Godzilla came out, new price structure, all the other games starting January 1st will uh, will have that new price structure. Do we see it immediately? Do we not see it at all? Do we see it maybe on only games ordered thus far or only new release games thus far. I don't know how they're going to 
how they're going to figure that out. I did ask, and their official answer was, all will be discussed during the dealer seminar on Tuesday. Well, I'm going to guess that they'll follow their typical form, and that will be this price increase will only affect James Bond and future games, but as of the start of 2023, all their produced games will match the new pricing. Mm-hmm. And, and people who have who have ordered currently will get the older current price unless and until they haven't gotten their game yet and it starts the new year and then Stern does. And and I do not like hairy. this. Yeah. Where Stern just like, now all of a sudden you all have to eat it even though you've technically ordered. I know. Think of the Elvira people been on order for it's, over it's a year. It's a bad look, Stern. It's a bad look. But I guess when you're the big dog, you can do what you want. And they technically, I don't care what anybody tells you, they technically do not have a set price for Elvira House of Horrors premium, period. They don't have it. I don't care if you go on Flipping Out's website and you see $98.99. I don't care if you go on another dealer's website and see the old MSRP for it. Technically, they have not changed the price of that prior to the Godzilla increase in price i know Mm. it's odd but the last i heard was of gary stern during the godzilla price increase i specifically asked hey what does that mean for elvira Uh, and at that time batman 66 batman 66 was a moot point because in january that was their last run or december last run ever Um, but elvira still sticks around people ask am i going to see a price increase on elvira i said "I, i don't even know what the price is right now and I've called to ask them, hey, what is the price on Elvira? And they say, we will know. We will announce closer to reproduction of it. So we technically don't know what that price is. You know, I sort of wonder if it's just going to end up getting canceled and not reproduced ever again. They seem I'm so almost hell-bent, Zach, no way. not There's building no way. it. But why are they taking so long? I don't know. I mean, they ended up doing the 40ths, so we knew they had the parts. Yeah, but the design was by Dennis Nordman, and he's not one of the regulars, so maybe he used parts that were just so much different than what the regular team is used to use. I don't know. It's like they don't like building it. Well, I, I, I've heard you know, from the factory that it is one of their hardest games to build, and it does have one of the highest bombs, and it's kind of a pain. But they've got so many orders for Elvira, I don't see them walking away from it. I really don't. Now, maybe they do one giant-ass run and then they call it quits, but I don't know. We're still, they have not changed that schedule. It still says November. Okay. And speaking of dealers, us distributors have been given our LE allotment number, so we know how many LEs we have coming. At least I do. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody else does. And Stern is doing this again where they're selling a handful of LEs direct through their subscription-based insider service. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Gotta get that money without cutting in the distros. Ching. <sighs> They've done it before, haven't they? They've done it before. I hope that they, if they're going to do and it, they they'll do it again. They replicate what they did last time, which was literally a handful. It wasn't many at all. It's not like they did the whole JJP. <laughs> they didn't do the whole spooky. What don't we know about this upcoming time? A lot. We don't know a lot still. What don't we Where know? Where are the leaks? I was promised leaks. <laughs> Why is the ship so sealed? I can't believe I don't know who the rules person is. Nope. No clue. Is it Tanya? I think it's Tanya. That'd be my guess. Artist. Who's the artist? We don't know. We know it's not Franchi, but that doesn't narrow it down very much. Could be Johnny Double O Crap. It could. It could be a new person is the problem. Ooh. What then about the engineers? It's impossible to guess. No, don't know. Harrison Drake? 
Maybe. What if there are no engineers? Oh, who's doing the sound? Jerry. Jerry's got to be on the sound, right? Yeah, I, I would think so too. But we don't know. We don't know for sure. We don't even know if they have assets to the films. This might yeah. be a world under James Bond universe. It's like where, I mean, Gomez is, uh, has indicated that his favorite Bond is Connery, but I'm still wondering if Lazenby is going to be on the sides of that pro. Mm. Good no. way to try and make people up by. I still. Like, do you want to get stuck with the Lazenby edition? <laughs> no, no. I still think uh, George George does what George does, and it's, it feels like a Batman 66 kind of thing. We get Sean Connery as James Bond, and then we get all the different villains, because we all know most most of the greatest villains from the Bond franchise come from those Sean Connery years, right? Uh, the henchmen, you get the, you get the I, guy stroking the cat. Right, the yeah, Doctor Evil well, look alike. Right, Blofeld, I, so Blofeld <laughs> for Spectre, sure, sure. I mean, Goldfinger, he, was, he, he yeah, Goldfinger, Jaws, yes, but Jaws is Roger Moore. Oh, you know Jaws? No, well, it's got you got to have Jaws. He's like the most popular villain. Yeah, maybe that's why he was saying when all the surprises come out, you'll see all of your favorite villains. You can't say that, George, if Jaws isn't included. Right? Yeah, I mean, because Jaws was late 70s. He was in The Spy Who Loved Me, and then he was in, in uh, again, in Moonraker. What if this... In 79. So. This is my final pitch. What if this is like a Bill and Ted where, or a Back to the Future? They're going Excellent. to the time capsule where Sean Connery is the common version Bond. You get the universe like Jurassic Park stern pinball game, but then they sprinkle in villains who have come back, and you get all the villains into a new storyline. It's very current. Hmm. Now I'm just imagining the, the, the call outs. Nedry, you've got, you've, got, <laughs> you've got to stop these villains from Bond. Get to the paddock. Oh. Shoot the bad guy, wamp. Shoot the, <laughs> shoot the bad wamps. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, so who knows? We're gonna we're gonna know very soon. A lot of people right now are listening to this later in the the week, and they're like, "Oh, fucking talk about old news." <laughs> we do yeah. know that the global James Bond Day is October fifth, twenty twenty two. Maybe maybe we get something then. If it was any other company, I would joke. Maybe the game will come out by then. But, no, but we already no. know this is coming out before then. This is coming, coming in hot, and a lot of people are excited. Speaking of coming in hot, we have some other things coming from Stern Pinball, notably the production update that I'm about to give you guys. We saw on a video, Led Zeppelin Pros are on the line. They've been shipping. We got some Led Zeppelin Pros, Star Wars Pros have been shipping as well. They said this coming week, likely, we're going to see some Led Zeppelins continue with those Pros and the premiums. Still going to run those premiums. And uh, the following couple of weeks, we're going to see any leftovers from any of the Star Wars premiums runs, Pros, Led Zeppelin Pro premiums, as well as that last call, Guardians of the Galaxy Pro. And then, my friends, the end of the month, maybe even the last week, that's going to be that dedication to James Bond Pros. Mm, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Got to clear, clear the docket. That's right. Clear that palette. Here comes Octopussy. Was Octopussy anything? Or am I just making that up? Was no, that it was a, it's a Roger Moore also. That's a Roger Moore. Yes. What that was for, I'm trying to think of it, of it to this day. For a long time, it was the only one where the theme song wasn't the name of the movie. Man, we got to get David Dennis on here with you. They went nerding out to Bond, that guy. 
Well, he's like a hardcore, like I get a sinking suspicion he's a collector. He's not been able to sleep on his stomach for the last month. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we got that. So the end of the month is James Bond Pros. As a reminder, I think the rollout always goes to the CERN Arcade's First, they get the priority. Yeah, I know. I never get the first pro. Then also just general location pros go out first. That's a mandatory. Uh, And then they'll move on to LEs. And then they'll move on to premiums and pros. And then they'll go back and forth. But uh, I think mid-October is when you're going to start seeing James Bond LEs move out of the factory, if not even sooner than mid-October. But I'm thinking mid-October. And sadly, it's a big update. Sadly, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Pro and Premiums, which were moved up from December to September for that last call, they've now been bumped back to December due to some crowding in production scheduling and new Cornerstone releases. So, Bogus. Back. Bummer, dude. Back to Q4 April. So we've got Bond coming. We've got a lot of games coming from Stern Pinball. I still think we may see something else released and announced in December to jumpstart back on that regular production schedule. So that end of December rolling out in January cornerstone release. I think we'll see that as well. Um, I don't know who that would be. My guess would be Jack. I think so. Yeah. I think maybe Jack, maybe on a music pin. Oh, let's talk about, let's talk about something else. Uh, spooky pinball. Ah, spooky. They, yeah. they have, some people have argued inaccurately, but I can understand the sentiment that Total Nuclear Annihilation is a music pin. Beep. Yeah. That was not edited together. That was our impeccable timing. Spooky Pinball releases another run of Total Nuclear Annihilation. 250 units, likely running more at some other point, so it's not like this is an LE run or anything. It's the same game. It comes with mods and enhancements. Plastic protector, shaker motors, knockers, um, custom lit armor, uh, all the bells and whistles, topper, all of that good old stuff. Uh, no discussion on additional code, though. Scott Denise, he was kind of teasing that there for a while, saying the new game will come out with a new multiball, maybe, maybe a new song, but the original owners are going to get it as well as an update. But they, it was kind of a uh, it was kind of a point that they didn't discuss when announcing this yeah, recently. I think that well, obviously, the code would be. Available to anyone with a mm-hmm. PNA, so it's not really, I guess, relevant oh, I guess, to the yeah. sale. And I also read that Scott was still testing because he wasn't sure that the multiball actually, like, he was trying to make sure that the new multiball didn't break the game. <laughs> well, that's and good. make and like and make make it too easy or something. A lot of so. people have a lot of opinions about this recent release. I think mostly to reflect their opening price at nine thousand dollars plus Gasp. tax and shipping. Whoa. Eighty nine ninety five, And how, how much are you charging for shipping? If I were to order one from you, Zach, and you can't order from flipping out pinball because they chose, they chose what about to coin sold. taker. Will coin taker sell it to me? No, they won't. No, they won't. What? I could say that, uh, any of us can find one for you, but no spooky pinball has elected to sell direct only on this run of TNA. No dealers. Well, included. I don't need either of you to find me one because I went just before we started recording and was able to add one to my cart. So Spooky appears to still have them quite available. They do. They do. Word is that they sold more than 100. So I'd say overall a successful little relaunch, um, but haven't haven't sold out. And they're, they're, man, they're producing some games up there in Benton. So they'll probably have these out within the next you know handful of months. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a good move with price, with no dealers, with the timing of this TNA? What do you make of this? 
Uh, you know, I don't really have any strong thoughts about the dealer or no dealer aspect to it. I, because to a consumer perspective, I, I just don't know. Uh, okay. I suppose it, it, it's probably not, well, and you're a distributor, so you could explain better what your thought process mm-hmm. is regarding your relationships with companies. But I would assume it's probably frustrating in the sense that if someone normally goes through their distributor, you know, it's a little inconvenient to have to go through spooky. I think from the distributor standpoint, though, they'll probably like if someone sold me Alice Cooper and Rick and Morty, I'll probably end up calling my distributor for TNA help if I needed it, sure. even though it's not really relevant. Oh, uh, so then be that. that's when us dealers get a little salty. Yeah, that's when the salt that's when the salt comes out of the shaker, uh-huh. as they say. So, you know, that it. It does help it kind of feel a little cash grabby, like, okay, well, we're not cutting them in. Didn't they also have some information on the, I should have rechecked this, about like no transfers on the orders? Yeah. Like, they they, they just a- like want this to be some super low effort, super big dollar. And that, the price going up is totally understandable. Obviously, you have the additional items involved coupled with inflation. Mm-hmm. I saw some people like trying to like inflation calculator this and saying, well, it was 6,000 in 2017. <laughs> I actually commented on this because like, yeah, it was 6,000 in 2019 too. You don't mm, just get to go back to the start. True. They sold it at the same price the entire run. It took yeah. years. So it's like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I get it. Them trying to find the ceiling, stop the flipping, uh, that it didn't sell out immediately actually surprised me. It didn't um, surprise me. I mean, now I was guessing this before I knew the price, but- I just figured that that's normally what we've been seeing with Spooky. And there's been a lot of talk, like, has has Spooky's luster worn off? Are they, do they not get the boutique pass, as we say a lot, as you know, Zach, as, as anyone who runs a podcast knows from their email boxes, boutique companies get, get a much bigger pass than large companies. You get a lot of fanboys that mm-hmm. come in and, and don't think you should be critical at all. A lot of protectors. Spooky, Spooky used to be like that. Yeah. Not a lot of people are giving them a lot of grace anymore for their decision. Well, you're absolutely right. Their company has transitioned and changed quite a bit lately as well, I would argue. So we've got um, the younger crew running a lot of the day-to-day operations where Charlie uh, was leading on that in the past. Not so much anymore. Charlie's still part of it, but I would not say the majority part of it. And then we have decision-making of selling and pre-selling games and Halloween and Ultraman before showing the actual game itself, which kind of, you know, uh, wore thin on some of their most adamant adopters. And then you get the increased prices and then you get the increased delays in, in creating these games. I think they've always been transparent, but with their communication, which they do a good job of, but there's still areas that, that fans and pinball enthusiasts are finding can be filled out a little bit more to get them back up to, you know, their PR and their reputation in the past. Cause I don't think it's as strong now as it once was. Mm. I mean, the nice thing about TNA is it's a known entity. It's a well-respected game. Yes. People love it. And, uh, and I think actually in a way it will, assuming they go ahead and build all 250 units, because my understanding was they were ordering all the parts for all of that and everything. So assuming they do that, one of the things I've always wished for Spooky, just as me as a consumer, is for them to be able to have a pin and you actually contact them and it exists or will exist soon and you could just buy it. Sure. And that's how I got my 1.0 TNA from them. One last they, of the room. 
Yeah, they they had a few units left from their last. They did those in batches of 50 and they had some left over. I think at the time I contacted them, they had two Mm -hmm. and I was able to buy it and they were able to ship it essentially immediately. I say essentially because there was a snowstorm that delayed it. In this instance, though, let's just say that they end up here with somewhere between 50 and 100 units that are not sold Mm -hmm. and built and they're sitting on them. What, what happens in that scenario? It could be, you know, like best case, they're able to sell them at the $9,000 and it just, they just don't sell them in a huge rush and people can contact them and get a TNA and that's pretty cool. Or it takes up a ton of their space and, uh, you know, I'm not at the point where I think they'll have to fire sale them or anything, but I think part of the issue is they found that even with a known game that's really well-respected, TNA is a fairly simple game. It has mm-hmm. absolutely no nostalgia tie-in with a theme to drive it to new people you basically have to be into pinball to want to get a tna i agree but it's a good line filler it's a good line filler i think from a business standpoint it was a good move to launch us when they did making 250 units mm-hmm. price wise i don't uh, i don't think it's a maybe a horrible price if they weren't expecting to sell 250, like the, mm. if they sold it for 79.99, they would have sold all 250 in one day. But is that what they want to do? I don't know. I don't even know if, let's say they sell 150, 200 of these things. They have 50 more that have not been produced. I don't know if they even build them. Maybe they just say, okay, yeah. well, once we get 50, we'll just do a small run of the remaining 50 maybe. of the 250 and sell them. Or maybe that's when, and I don't know if this will work well for them, but maybe then they think, well, then we'll just sell the last 50 to dealers, see if they're interested in those. I don't think dealers are going to be as receptive as maybe they think they would be. Just out not, of principle. Not with them, not after if they've sat. That's the thing. Yeah. It's a We spookies. don't want no sloppy seconds. Right, right. It's a, to me- we have to remember Spooky's model is different than all the other companies. They very much, and TNA has been like the one exception, but they very much relied on everything being limited, everything having a raw count mm-hmm. to drive all of their sales. Ever since America's Most Haunted, that's been the approach. So here's how, here's what I would do if I were them. If let's say they move a couple hundred and they're still sitting and the 50 just aren't, no one's putting them in the cart and buying them. After they built the first 200, I would go back if I were there and had my druthers, my druthers, I worked it out <laughs> with Scott, uh, would be to go ahead and build the last 50, change the announcement to say, we will never build this again. Whoa. We're limiting it. We're capping it. The total number of units that will exist is 800. These 250 are the final. Then, then they sell immediately. Yes, I think that would let them move the units. But they want this to be a catalog title. I don't see them doing it. So, so if they need to build, like if they want to build the 250 to keep their line busy enough to, you know, get, because they need that time to further refine the rules for their next game or whatever, Mm -hmm. then you want to go ahead and do the build. If they don't want to sit on them and they're like, we just, we don't have the space for this. We don't want to have to deal with storing them. We know the distros aren't going to pick these up uh, because they know they're not going to be able to sell, especially with this. Pro, no, it wasn't a promise, but we could even, if I want to put a negative spin on it, threat of only 250 being built in 2022. It's like, you're not, they've always relied on that, that false scarcity that they create to move units yeah. saying that you're only building 250 at the end of this year. Doesn't mean it. That's meaningless. That is because there's plenty, so, there's 550 out there plus another so, 250. Yeah. So just say, you know what? We can't go back to the well on this anymore. Final call, final run, super duper promise. The game is now limited at under a thousand units there. You'll move them. Mm. 
Yeah. That's what I'd do. And be done with it. I don't it. think it changed the market on these. Some people are arguing, oh, the market went up on these now. My game's worth more. No. I, yes, that's why I'm thinking maybe I need a sum. And I don't think that's necessarily true. I think, listener, what has happened is I think the market was pretty high on them, and people just didn't realize it. They thought, you know, I'm still 6500 for my TNA. I think it probably through the pandemic and the rest of the uh, increase in the marketplace on the secondary market, I think it probably went up to 7500 8000 8500 that's why spooky struck it at 9000 if anything i think they created that ceiling at 9000 especially when you don't sell out immediately now it is 9000 below period dot guaranteed mm-hmm. so you're you're and, at 8000 for a and team. those that saw what happened with you know games that had a base price of 6000 and then i mean i remember when i got mine you know back in when times were sane and they had stopped making them for quite a while that game used was like 5500 it dropped it like did. most stuff does but i could see where people might have saying hey you know i'm thinking about getting the the one of the 250 because i saw games that were new in box you know 6000 go in for over you know $1000 more so i'll get my $9000 game and then if i get tired of it in 2 years i'll be able to command 10000 for it yeah, uh, that's not when it happen. doesn't sell out immediately it's even if they ultimately do sell all 250 it doesn't it doesn't feel like as you noted it does i'm not I'm not sure it gets above 9,000. Maybe, you know, in 30 years. I don't, well, maybe, I don't mean, I'm not going that far out. But I think saying. it's been out long enough. I mean, one could argue the whole Jersey Jack Willy Wonka thing where the CE sat and they sat and they sat and then they sold for less and they sat and they sat. But now, after a couple of years, it has jacked up where those damn things are, you know, $14,000 again. But the problem was not as much time has passed as did uh, mm-hmm. people to find out what Willy Wonka was. Willy Wonka was never beloved from the get-go. It built that uh, earning that right. where it sits now, where TNA was beloved from the minute yes. it came out. Yes. So it had all potential to show the highest uh, highest growth there, and it and, just didn't. And I think people, when you're... Another thing to factor in is a lot... I mean, I am I know I'm an anomaly compared to a lot of people who buy, buy new and box games in this hobby in particular. People, it's not like... In my view, it's not really an investment piece. If you had to sit on it for five years for it to finally get above value, or I know, completely like, agree. It it's not like that's not that's not the way it that's not the way not you the way make business money. Tra- no. It's not the way you buy. Like I buy low and sell high, and it's like like most of my games I bought. Actually, every game I have sold, I sold for more than I bought it for. My average ownership period on a game is like three plus years, mm-hmm. though, and we're talking like a couple hundred bucks on a lot of these things. So it's just like. It's not well, and that's why a lot of people are saying to me. They're the like, "Hey, they I see that you have Jersey Jack's Toy Story Four CES. You still have spots available." I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Well, I can almost bet you, man, if you just even if you don't have buyers, take them and sit them. They're gonna go back up." And while I could, I could very much see that happen. That is still a, a very big risk for someone in my position to mm-hmm. take. So, sure, they might. But business-wise, is it smart to sit on that for a year, three years, five years? There's so many. There's so many. Because one of the things is, yeah, you write down on your sheet, just like I do, like how much I bought it for, how much I sold for. I'm not factoring in what the inflation difference was when I bought versus when I sold. And you've got to, like, if you're talking large quantities, these, Mm -hmm. with with me, it's games I'm playing. They're just, they're my collection. Storing games in boxes 
costs money, costs space, time, costs yeah. time to deal with the inventory. Would the money not be better used uh, just putting it in an index fund? I mean, there are all sorts yeah. of, yeah, like when you're talking investment, gets a lot more. And it's I'm not a financial tricky. advisor. It's do tricky. not consider anything I'm saying as giving you financial advice. I, it's, it's a game that I'm not interested in playing. Yeah, it's so. tricky. It is tricky. And speaking of things that are becoming ever more tricky is American pinball. Mm. Man, oh man. Trixies. We hear things, we see others. We, I mean, there's all what kinds have, of what, stuff going on. What have you on. heard? What have your well, elf ears heard? Well, I know that uh, Coin Taker Tailgate Party is coming up in September. And we were supposed to see a what, lot of what? this game, but it has been, uh, there's been kind of an edit to temper expectations because at the Coin Taker Tailgate Party, the game's not going to be there. The game's not going to be shown. The The back glass isn't going to be shown. The play field's not going to be shown. They're going to give you little tastes of what's to come because, per Christopher Franchi, he said that Dave Fix doesn't want to show all of his cards because the game's not going to come out for another three months or so. Another, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I didn't hear this uh, this interview so or this, this yeah, episode. So, so. That's okay, what Franchi so, claimed. So, so why show anything that, at all? But, but Okay. Yeah, no, I, I I'll I'll be more than willing to 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 rant, to rant slash question that. But okay, so that means they're not going to make expo either. Then uh, that's what it sounds like. Two games a year to zero games a year. I I Legends of Valhalla came out last summer. Zach, what is going oh, on? Oh no. What's going on at American Pinball? Oh. This white wood was developed by me before I even worked for American Pinball. Poor Nordman. Where is my game? Where are my engineers? Swear to me. <laughs> I am the Alpha and the Omega. <laughs> I am the Cardi B and the Cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> the world will look upon my tanks and despair. <laughs> They will come from space. They will come from space. You will fold the head down and then be able to drive it around and help the Ukrainians stop the Russian incursion. (laughs) It's always the Russians. Oh, man. Thank you, Nordman. That is true. Yeah, the strong rumor is Dennis Nordman on the original-themed Galactic Tank Force. And I had, this is alleged. This is alleged. I I had received a report through my eclectic gamers podcast at gmail.com from someone purportedly close with American pinball that this actual game, it has undergone a lot of, a lot of revisions since then, but the Whitewood existed before he was with AP. Oh, Interesting. Don't wow. know if it's true or not. Just an alleged. Just okay. a rumor. Okay, all right. I'm not rumor cornering that. I'm, I'm giving Damn, I'm that giving felt it here rumor corner-esque, but okay. But here's the thing, and I brought this up before, but so David Fix has been at American Pinball for a while, and the only thing we've seen is an outside-developed Legends of Valhalla. And now, if if what you've said Franchi has indicated is true, three more months makes me think, we're not going to see this game this year. Yeah, this year. Maybe not. Maybe he's lining and, up for a Texas. I mean, they don't festival. need to launch it at a show. I, I but no, he launches but, them on location at two places. Remember? Yeah, I'm, I'm don't don't get me started on that. Um, <laughs> no sizzle I, needed. 
so is this why they're bringing in Magic Girl to Expo, oh, which I thought was the weirdest thing? Because it's like you're gonna. I assumed that the tank game was gonna be at Expo, and I thought, why are you bringing in Magic Girl? All it's gonna do is distract from your reveal of games you're actually gonna sell. And now I'm like, well, I guess he ain't got anything else. And it sounds like Franchi is on artwork here too, which is kind of odd because Franchi, Franchi does IP property. That's what he does. Photorealism, IP, style guides that he goes all like that's what he uses. So it's, it's, well, it's maybe, a weird mix up. Well, maybe they're using like T ninety ones and you know, and Sherbins and Abrams and you know, they're like real tanks. I was gonna Just say it's probably some, a like, joke there, but I have no put some clue what thrusters are. on it and stuff. The thrusters. Let's go into hyperspace. <laughs> you know, because they're space tanks, right? They gotta fly, right? The tanks have to fly. I hope they do fly. American Pinball, if you're listening and the tanks don't fly, go back and make them fly. I hope they fly and sound like they're in the Jetsons. <laughs> GTF! <laughs> but, uh, same goes for Pinball Brothers. They were supposed to bring their new queen pinball machine to the, uh, to the aforementioned party for attendance to play the coin ticker oh, the tailgate. tailgate. Yeah. The tailgate party, but licensing then update licensing has made the trip. Not possible. Now queen is not going to be at that show. Look for the go- show. <laughs> Look for the I'm game. Sorry. I just Chicago Pinball like, Expo. I know. Whoever been like, yo, we're going to have this like epic party. And you, you, you're like, you, you, you get there. It's like, there are no girls. Now, now there's no booze. <laughs> there's one bag of Fritos and someone already had opened it like oh. two months ago. So they're real stale. Oh, <laughs> I just, I'm, just this, I'm just having this like I was promised this party. And now well, it's like, I, I mean, I guess alien will be there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Cardi B couldn't make it, but we got to we got to look like a sound like it's Cardi Z. I mean. Come on. And she's doing call-outs for Galactic Tank Force, so... GTF! So, I mean, come on. <laughs> she's going to uh. sing, she's gonna sing WAP, but in Galactic Tank Force. <laughs> oh, I want to see Dave Fix dance to rap music. That would be fun. So, Queen, uh, the earliest possible is going to be Chicago Pinball Expo, but the Pinball Brothers themselves said on the Super Awesome Pinball Show that that's not a guarantee either. That's just what they're hoping, and it's because of licensing things. So, And in their defense, in Pinball Brothers' defense, this they did note months ago that they were not promising that they this did, game would yeah. be at the tailgate. They said, whoa, 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 no. Yeah, like, oh, you're all making it sound it like be. we're only like three weeks out. Oh, gotta love pinball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time. You warmed up for it, Dennis? Uh, you got your comfy on? Let's just get it over with. <laughs> got your comfy on. Kaka! There. Hooray. Looks more fitting for a woman. <laughs> Do you have a good Sean Connery sound? I was wanting to open up pinball market trends with it, but... Uh, Not really. Turning up this week is Stern Pinball. Damn. Ding. It's almost like everything to do is right now. Every single time another company does something, they chuckle and they laugh. Because if you're not doing it like Stern, you're doing it wrong. Speaking of Stern Pinball, trending up is Iron Maiden. Oh man, you're wanting me to get rid of it, Dennis. 
I guess that's a good thing. Now's the time. Oh, okay. Shit. I got to listen to my own advice then. For sale. Iron Maiden LE. Bye, bye, bye. (laughs) Previously owned by Travis Meary. We'll hear more about him in this market trend. Yeah. Will? Wow. Yeah. What spoilers. I know. Iron Maiden is up. Uh, They're not making them for the rest of the year. People are still wanting to complete their Elwyn collection. Iron Maiden was the first one that came out. So especially the premium LEs, you're seeing... Oh, fucking the pros are up there, too. So they're more than MSRP for a brand new one, even if they're planning on running more. It's just the way it is. I think uh, last I seen a pro, a pro was like in the eights. Almost See, $8, this is why to keep Nicole in her finery, this is why you've got to sell I Iron know. Maiden. I don't want to, though. Well, it's not always about what you want. It's about what you need. I know. It's hard to make decisions between this pin or that. And trending up this week is this or that's in general. How about that transition? Mm, tots. Well, as as Dennis has coined them, tots uh, originated from, they originated back from the Portuguese and from the, <laughs> yeah. way back in the back 18th when, century. Uh, yeah, with the, and translations, the would you rathers got, got corrupted into tot. That's right. That's right. Uh, they became popular in our neck of the woods via straight down the middles, this or that. Then watches with Dennis emerged, used a similar format to throw up a this or that regarding timepieces. Here recently, we've seen Joel Engelberth dip his hand. He straight up took straight down the middle's tots and just (laughs) just played them. He just played them and then, yeah. I didn't didn't stay up and watch it, so. So they did a stream where he took (laughs) the most recent SDTM video and they made decisions Mm -hmm. with the the audience as well, so that was fun. Then I tune in the the following day and damned if I didn't see uh, Retro Singo doing a YouTube video based on the straight down the middle recent this or you that see, I, so, i've told you for a long time now that there is a big desire uh, to see you more have of pushed that. it you i know they're not it. the most you know high performing viewer wise videos on youtube but but they do generate discussion a lot of discussion and tots don't lie i only report no. the trends here and uh in the episode of the watches one which you were on yes it was one a of blast. our one of one of five entertainers well we had uh, we had yourself Tony from EGP, David Dennis, fucking David Dennis, from <laughs> Silver Bowl Chronicles, Craig, Bobby, and myself. Yes. Thanks for the and invite. You, saw, you see, I do mine live, so I can use YouTube. Fuck it, we're going to do it live. To run the, yeah, to run the polls. I can't have the nice overlays and stuff because of that, but I can run the polls and really get the chat interacting. It's a, it the was discussion. smooth. It was very smooth. Oh, well, I do a lot of pre-prep for it. Yeah, so, it seemed like To that. try and make it smooth, but. It went really smooth. I had a blast. I didn't have much knowledge about timepieces, but. I was... <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to share something with you. I hadn't told you this oh, before. Oh, no. While you're talking about this, I. Uh, when we were getting ready, mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I was, I was doing the polling to try and arrange for everyone to be able to find a time and all of that. I was, you know, had everyone locked in. I messaged, uh, Tony, I was talking to Tony after recording EGP and I mentioned that you were willing to do it, but you, you know, you were really nervous because you didn't really have any expertise yeah, in zero. wristwatches. And Tony looked at me and goes, well, that doesn't stop him in pinball. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, that's snarky son of a bitch. Yeah, that's right. I thought, I'm going to hold uh, that back until we're done with the tot, and then was, I'll share it. I, I can't get mad at it when, when insults are good like that. I, I'm not going to get mad. He likes to he likes to deliver those burns. He likes to poke a, a He's a, he's a poker. He he po- and, you know, I think on EGP, he's seen as the nice one, not me. 
Really? Yeah, even though he's far more... Uh, been a little salty more, lately. Yeah, far more aggressive. Oh, yeah, no, he doesn't... He, uh, actually, on that last EGP episode, I had to go back and make some significant edits to oh. one of the sections because I'm like... We can't you know, say that. I, I told him ahead of time, I'm like, I don't know. There might be a liability thing here. I need to clean this You're up. You're like, I have to do this on the pinball show. I didn't expect to have to do it here. I, I felt like I held my own on the, no, the watches. No, and that's tot. what I, I was trying to... The thing with a tot... And I know with with pinball, obviously, you want to have experienced the game. Sure. But you were worried about just having to judge uh, wristwatches by their visuals. But that's basically what they're judged by. So yeah. that's why I was like, it's not going to be a problem. You're going to, as long as you have eyes to see, you'll be able to judge them. Listener, you have to go watch this. It was such a fun collaboration. Uh, Dennis hosted it very, very well. And if, even if you don't know much about watches or horology or anything, it was a blast. I loved it. And there were some strong takes within that and a little bit of pinball stuff sprinkled in there as well. So I, I think everybody pinball will got enjoy mentioned it. A, of course, that's what happens because I know everyone, you know, all the sure. people I know are in pinball. So you bring in all these pinball people and you end up going, well, I'd rather get this with the cash because then I could buy a Godzilla. And did it. Mm-hmm. So it goes. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, so Tots, very popular. Trending up this week is Tots. Go follow, like, and subscribe to Watch with Dennis as well as joining the the... The Double D the Club, Club, the WWD Club. Club. GTF! I'm just going <laughs> to yell that from now on. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, also trending up this week is ooh, a couple television shows I've been watching. You alluded to it earlier in the show, but the... Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the Lord of the Rings. Everybody was hating on it. Uh, I don't even... Not, not everyone. I saw someone ask, ask me on uh, on one of our Kansas City pinball discords, and he's like, what was my thought? This is after the, the first the first mm-hmm. week and i was like um you know I'm, I'm holding out judgment uh, i've been entertained so far the only part i was i was struggling with all the characters they were introducing <laughs> so true. and bouncing between and i'd say you know if i had to pick like what's my least favorite to follow so far it's been the hobbits but i've yeah. never been a huge hobbit fan anyway but overall the show the but production values are great ankle. i like the acting <laughs> it's actually pulling a whole ton of stuff it's i like it i've like been it. loving it as well it's a visual spectacle like I was sitting here watching it and like almost jaw dropping at times like, oh, wow, look at that. But yeah, I, my, my only criticism after the first episode, I thought, okay, well now I've, I've got to remember 43 characters to yeah, follow yeah. here. So and, and to be fair, it was, I mean, that was one of the it's things not Peter Tom, Jackson Sally and Dick. The like, these are hard to remember names. Uh, and Peter Jackson took grief early on with when fellowship was coming out. Cause like Arwen is actually a composite character because there's so many characters in the book. It's like, we got to merge some of these characters together. So oh, that, you I see. Don't, yeah. don't get overwhelmed. I see, man. Uh, I've been enjoying it as well as training up house of the dragon. The game that of was thrones. My yeah. Cause they even play the game of thrones intro now in the, in the, in the intro. Stuff. Yeah. A long dragons. Opener, They're like, did you get mad when you watched the first game of thrones season? And there were no dragons until the last episode here are dragons. everywhere. Oh my God. Yeah. Here's your dragons. You want a stolen egg? Here it comes. Yes. So good. Still very much like Game of Thrones, the original franchise. I'm very confused, but I love every second of it. So I don't know who's who. I'm like, she's badass, but that's not my Khaleesi. <laughs> the only thing is, is that there's Khaleesi's been a, the, grandma? I don't fucking know who know. these are. That is, they had the one of the, I guess, sort of MacGuffins perhaps to drive. I don't know yet because we're not very far in. The story has been this this, this pirate group, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and he's yes ties people up and lets the crabs get them. Yeah. And every time I see it, though, I just go crab people, crab people What's from that? South Park. Oh no, no, nothing there. 
you know it. I feel like my references just are not good. Well, I don't even know James Bond films. What the fuck was yeah. I watching in my life? Those are the TV shows I'm watching, Tims. Okay. Was there another one I was watching? I don't know. Let's trend some shit down this week. Trending down oh, no. this week is Stern Pinball Spider-Man. Which one? The comic one or the... No, the original. Just the original Spider-Man. Not the Gottlieb, but the Stern 2000s Spider-Man. It was mm. always, for some reason, kind of... It was like a Lord of the Rings holding a higher price, like a, a Simpsons pinball party. Always kind of holding a higher price. They don't make them anymore. You don't see them around often. And when you do, they're beat the hell because they were really gnarled up in, in uh, arcades. But they were always kind of steady in the sixes, especially during the pandemic. It's like, ooh, $6,800 for a really nice Spider-Man. Nope. Now they've floated right back down into the fives. So if you're wanting to buy Spider-Man, I think now... Uh, next couple months don't get the holiday the price will go back up a little bit but mid fives now for a really nice stern spider-man that's not the black edition that's not the comic edition those are going to go for a little bit more don't overpay for the black spider-man edition though because it doesn't go for much more uh, than the original uh, the red edition but in the fives now i found that very interesting where i see other titles older sterns like indiana jones kind of making a, uh, a comeback for some reason. That one's selling now more uh, than Spider-Man. Okay. Can you believe it? Okay. Yeah. You, you mean Stern Indiana Jones? Stern Indiana Jones well, is selling for more no sense. than game, Stern Spider-Man. That game is not great. I know. Don't, I think it's just because nope. we're seeing the Bally Williams one just, that's the darling this year. The, well, sure. The, the 2022 year is uh, is Indiana Jones. Uh, but you're saying, and then you're you're hearing about a new release to Indiana Jones 5 with Harrison Ford. You're seeing a little bit of trend on the Stern one as well. I, I mean, I guess, but to me, that's like seeing a bunch of Transformer toys from your youth on eBay go away for money and you can't you can't afford it, so you buy a GoBot. <laughs> go buy the 4K uh, disc of Michael Bay's Transformers. I'll kill you! Quote from Optimus Prime. Uh, yeah, that was really on brand for him. Man, Good job, Michael. Nice job, Mike. Where your fucking ugly turtles at? Why don't you just swoop low with a telephoto some more? Oh, I should have quit after bad boys. All right. What else do I want to trend? Oh, yeah. Damn it. We still have more. I was trying to be positive what? this episode. Trending down this week is, well, it's the the building of Bitronic because that burned down. Oh, yes. Oh, oh poor Super oh, Hoop. Oh, Super Hoop. And I had just received word recently that Super Hoops, like people are canceling orders or trying to cancel orders because people aren't getting their Super Hoop. Yeah, and nobody knows where the hell these out, things are at. Yeah, that's a uh, so Quitzel. I think that's how you say it. Quitzel yeah. designed Quitzel, Super Hoop, but, but but Bitronic is the Spanish manufacturer that this is their first game, their first pinball game that they've been building. And I Nap Arcade has some photos up, and I can oh, smell them. I can smell those photos. Charred, not burned. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. They are crispy. <laughs> also trending down this week is Travis Murray. Oh, Not poor TPN's own Travis. Oh, Murray. Travis! Damn, yeah. he was getting heat this week. People, Why? people are commenting that on the a, a newcomer of a favorite show for a lot of people is the Triple Drain Pinball Podcast with Tom Graff, Travis Murray, and Joel Engelberth. Some people feel like Travis a little mean to the the sacred Engelberth. Hmm. I thought they razz on each other back and forth quite they, evenly. They but, do, but you know, Joel has this like. Nice guy. That up Midwestern in that all shucks, man. Yeah, he's got, there you go. That's uh-huh. it. Yeah, he's got that all shucks thing going on. The Columbo thing. Um, I don't know. And 
I mean, Travis is a competition player. Unless, unless he's talking about Halloween, people can't seem to see through it. I guess Joel is more one of us. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, Travis could be, you know, competitive trash. Maybe that's what it is. He's just one. Tom is a high level competitive player too, but he keeps his mouth shut. Yeah. But but yeah, contrary to popular belief, Tom doesn't talk. So maybe, I don't know. Poor Travis getting beat up. I got, we got to look up for him. Yeah. Travis, and you you like compared him to uh like peanut butter. He's or the something. peanut butter of the PB and J. You gotta have him, gotta have him. I prefer that to be the most on my PB and J. I want more peanut butter than that one jelly. Well, I, a lot of triple drain listeners seem to have a nut allergy. Uh, they like their jelly. They like their jelly and Joel. Oh, jelly Joel, jelly Jolie, jelly jelly <laughs> jelly. <laughs> Preferably strawberry. And Tom is the bread. Tom's just bread. You try eating a peanut butter and jelly without bread. It's messy. Doesn't work out well. You need that balance. Nice wheat. That's <laughs> one of your kids ever said, I want PB and J, but no bread. I don't like bread. <laughs> well, kid, open up your palms. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> My hands are sticky. We're gonna we gotta get Travis training back up because I think uh, the people are wrong here. But, hey, I, I'm just reporting the facts. That's all I'm doing here. And I want to report to you a way to save some money in this week's Deal of the Week. Bye, bye, bye! We're going to feature our sponsor, Flipping Out Pinball. Guns N' Roses are $11,000. Plus, then you got to pay for shipping. Right now, we have a used model for $99.99. That's a damn steal. I think it might even have our blades on it. Hot damn. I'm going to take that. I'm going to slash the price. I'm going to give it to you not for $9,500. That'd be good enough. $9,400. Bam. Bye, bye, bye! Freaking hell of a deal for JJPLA. 9400 mm. Eat it up. Nom, 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 nom. All right, pushies. That's, he doesn't say pussies, does he? Octopussies. That's, that's, no, that's Roger Moore. Damn it. I, why do I want, I want him to... He says to, pussy galore because that's the name of a character in pushy. Goldfinger. Does he call her pushy? Yes. Oh. Well, look at you, pushy. Pussy galore. Pussy galore. Is that really pussy galore? She introduces herself. My name is Pussy Galore. Oh, is it? <laughs> That's right. I can't remember what he said. I think, was it, but of course you are. I of think course you are. The quote. I, I'm going to check because right. I can't remember what his, his comeback to her was. Oh, and he goes, I must be dreaming. That's his quote after it. Because he wakes up on the, uh, I think on, the, on an airplane. Okay. And sees her because oh. he gets drugged or knocked out in some capacity. Anyway. And as always. I'm just here to report the facts because numbers don't lie, pushy. <laughs> Neither do I. Pinball market trends. I don't do a good chunk. No. John. It's, it's like episode's really bad. <laughs> What is Sean Connery? <laughs> and the listeners don't know the part where you're like, all right, we're gonna, after we got done with the stern part, we're going to get done with the rest in 20 minutes. I said, oh, my God. No. Yeah. I said, like, yeah, right. You go, watch me. Watch As me, I watch, pushy. 40 minutes later, here we are. Maybe I'm like an Indiana Jones Last Crusade kind of junior. <laughs> Maybe you're like Indiana pushy. Jones and the one with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, Crystal Skull. Dennis, where can people catch you? 
<laughs> catch me on Eclectic the gamers podcast they can email me if they want to ask me anything Eclectic gamers podcast at gmail.com or go to facebook.com slash Eclectic gamers podcast and send a message to the messenger tool i check those pretty regularly mm, do you think pushy's galore is going to be in the new game <laughs> she's got to yes. be in there right yes she, she, she'll be in there i just want a stern game to say pussy galore <laughs> guilty you can catch me at the pinball network at gmail.com as well as straight down the middle. We got a new video out, this or that, we talked about. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I think I picked all of them correctly, minus mm. the Halloween pick for some of you guys, but I think I did good. Flipping out pinball sponsor plug. Product showcase this week is a duo. It's a doubler. Stern, Star Wars Pro, and Led Zeppelin Pro. Get you a Led Zeppelin. They're going to be gone forever. Why? Because Ray Day said so, damn it. <sighs> Will he ever not be on a music pen? I sure hope so. Maybe he's doing the code. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Uh, no. Oktoberfest no. Classics we've gotten. So, well, look, people, I've got a lot of games right now. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye all day long. Oktoberfest Classic, Mandalorian Pro, Mandalorian Premium, Rush Pro, Rush Premium, Star Wars Pro, Possibly some premiums as well. Led Zeppelin Pro, soon some premiums. Cactus Canyon Remake SE, they're ready to ship. That that might be like one of the hottest games this year, I would say, from a sales standpoint. Uh, SE Pluses, we still have spots for those. Toy Story 4 LEs, we have spots for those. And the CE. CEs, you probably get before an LE. So put your CE spot in and get, fuck, it's a pretty game. Woo, unboxed one for a buddy lately. TMNT Pro pre-owned, we got for $6,100. That GNR LE I talked about in Deals of the Week. We have new Guns N' Roses as well. We also have insider-connected kits. We do pre-orders for Alien, Queen, Elvira 40th, we've got one. Accessories galore. Oh, my God. <laughs> topper topper galore. I, I'm stuck on this. Oh, my stuck. God. Why did I even tell it? Maybe she's gonna. Stuff. Maybe she's going to be on topper finish. Slap her around a little bit. Now, see, I'm, honest, turn, I'm honest, turning to Jimmy Stewart again. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, that is so wrong. I was going to say, if, if they're doing a top, honestly, if they were doing all the bonds, the, the obvious topper is to pull from GoldenEye and put, uh, what was her name, on the top. What's her name on the, the top, really? Yeah, her last oh. name. Like, I don't remember. Ivana on the top. I don't remember. Or Natalia. On, I don't remember her first name. But on the top, because Pierce Brosnan makes fun of it, He's like, on the top? And she goes, on the top. On the top. I was rewatching that yesterday, so I'm oh, that's kind of like. That see, one. I only know references to Austin Powers. She was so the one like, that killed. She killed like guys by squeezing you. them to death with her thighs. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> kind of like how you you've choked the life out of this episode. I know I have. It's okay. I'll go all the way. <laughs> it would have been better to put seats around the set and sell tickets. I'm looking for a Jimmy James Stewart quote. Why never treat your audience as customers, always as partners. <laughs> Just. Not as customers, but as partners. <laughs> Imagine him handing them STI tests. <laughs> I get around a lot. See, I get my old people mixed up. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> what, what was what was he famous for though? He was famous for um, Jimmy Stewart, probably that the that uh, miracle Deeds, on but miracle 30... Harvey, I guess. Yeah, um, and, um, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. That's the one I'm thinking of. Jimmy Stewart classic, not a, actually a very good movie, but really, nah. Okay, 
Last week at TPN, a lot of stuff happened. Silver Ball Chronicles happened. Aussie Pinball Podcast happened. The Triple Dream Pinball Podcast. Final Round Pinball Podcast. The Pinball Tapes. The Master Class Edition. Yeah. All of those over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it was a busy time. Oh, absolutely. As well as a three-strike knockout tournament over at uh, District 82. That happened on September 9th. Fox City's Pinball. Go watch the VOD of that. And go back and watch the VOD of Watches with Dennis. This or that. Uh, second edition, I believe. Yep. Tots. Tots. What's coming up this week at TPN? Any guesses, Dennis? Oh, I think there's a fall classic here soon. Isn't that what uh, there, the pinballers in, in North Star are hosting? Yep, yep, yep. That is coming up September 17th, so right around the corner here, as well as the Hot Chip Challenge. We got a little bit. That's September 24th, hosted by the Wild Dog Arcade, but it just sounds fun. It's 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, September 24th. They're going to be eating a, a bunch of hot stuff. Ooh. Mm. They're going to end so with that's like the who took chip all the ever. chips from the tailgate. Ay, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> still, still going. The Jimmy, start. Uh, <laughs> Let it go. Oh, cow. party. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what, is like, what is this? What I don't know done? what it is. Oh, I'm tired and I've been doing too much editing. We're going to get a flurry of podcasts likely this week to discuss Stern's newest release. That's what happens, especially all you lazy-ass podcasters out there that have been sitting around. Oh, Stern's got a new release. Let's do a podcast. First impressions. I'll be happy to listen to him, though. I love it. So for Dennis Creasel, I'm Zach May. <laughs> and uh, to pull a partial quote from one of Zach's most famous James Bond movies, do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to buy. And always practice safe pinball and bye, 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 pushy. <laughs> so dumb. God, this episode I'm so, so fucking bad. done. God, just burn, just burn it. Just burn, just burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the audience deserves this. They deserve a lot. But they don't even deserve this. I'm just sad that I couldn't find a James Stewart quote that I like. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything I know. we're talking it about. It doesn't. Played. There's nothing. <laughs> Let him go. Jimmy Stewart doesn't belong in this episode. We don't belong in this episode. You know, people are people, no matter where you go. <laughs> people, are, people are not people. Every time a bell rings, a pinball gets its ramp. If I had my own career over again, maybe I'd see myself speed up a little. Oh, uh, George Bailey. That's who I'm thinking. It's a wonderful life. George fucking Bailey. Uh, That's a lie. Yeah, and I was saying like Miracle, I think a Miracle on 34th Street, which oh. is some other movie. Yeah, my James. I don't know. I've only seen like that stuff once. My James Stewart quickly turns into uh, Don Knotts. <laughs> it's just a fine line, Andy. <laughs> I got my bullet. <laughs> All right. I'm fucking done. Oh, turn off my little heater. Peter? It's my fucking heater. September. Oh, I thought you said Peter. I, like, well, I, I mispronounced it. That's turned off too. My Peter. My Peter's my Peter can't get. I know. I like uh, to be warm when I'm working. <laughs> I'm like a <toasty>. lizard. <laughs> yeah. Give me a warm rock. Uh, here's a gun, Bond. Looks more fitting for a woman. <laughs> you know much about guns, Mr. Bond? No. 
I know a little about women. <laughs> this is just as bad as listening to the Beatles without earmuffs. What was that one? <laughs> I can't the remember. fuck? As in Goldfinger, Bond gets up to grab a new bottle of alcohol for himself. <laughs> They're the closest to the actual assets. What do you mean? <laughs> All right. I'll cut that somewhere way before that. Okay. Probably but, for the best. Yeah. GTF!